so anyways, uh, so Jerks in the Blind Part 2 is me coming at Phil with a, a topic that I researched, or at least just came up with really beforehand, and Phil, again, has no idea, but we're just going to see what we get off the cusp here. Again, we're uh, driving on the road. Where are we? We're not on 95. Uh, yeah, we're just going by Fairfield on the Merritt Parkway, about to head into New York City. So we're heading to our cousin's wedding, Terry and uh, Mary Meg in New Jersey. Anyways, the, the topic that I'm bringing at Phil in the blind here is the topic of New Hampshire-born or New Hampshire-raised ah. artists. So we are a couple of New Hampshire boys, very proud of it. Uh, it's a it's a small state, small population, but we, gr growing outside of Manchester, going to school in Manchester, have had a lot of celebrities come from the area that that we've grown up in. So it's funny you bring this up. I watched Big Daddy last night. So right off the bat, Adam Sandler, Sarah Silverman, um, both of our French teachers, our, our our French teacher Madame Myers, her sons Seth and Josh are are big time. You know, Seth obviously has his late night stuff in SNL. Anyways, the, the the topic is well, not only New Hampshire pride. And my friends always used to make fun of me for being like, "Dude, Adam Sandler's from Manchester." Like, "Dude, Sarah Silverman," like as if it's like a big deal. But that is kind of a big deal coming from a small place. And I want to ask you, firstly, why do you think? All right, so we live about forty five minutes north of Boston, in New Hampshire, Manchester, New Hampshire. Why do you think we produce? in this area so many people who are in entertainment um i don't know if it's necessarily so many i i would say that the ones we're a small town so that we take pride in the ones who have made it right but i mean there's i mean throughout new hampshire i mean even like aerosmith is from out in sunapee the the band aerosmith yeah so so we're taking we're, we're also taking the entire state because we're such a we live in such a small area it's not just people from Bedford and Manchester. We claim everyone from our state. True, true. Much like someone from like a Dallas would say, oh, this guy was Texas born and raised or whatever. Right. Like, but, but that's differently. Like Dallas born is different than El Paso born or. Right, yeah. Whereas so I, New Hampshire, if you're New Hampshire born, it didn't really matter what uh, town or. Not know, at all, no. We, we, claim, we claim anyone who's from New Hampshire as our own. Whether we like them or not, we. That's, exactly. Like we that's almost, who, we have to be Adam Sandler fans. Only even the the biggest. He's one of the biggest sellouts that honestly there is right now in terms <laughs> of the garbage that he makes. Hubie's Halloween, where he's just a. Uh, I can't. I won't even go into. It. But he's, he's earned the right to do it. But we were quoting Billy Madison pretty much all morning in the car, and it's something that we, you know, again, my buddies in Vermont when I went to school would just always make fun of me for how often I would either mention the fact that he was from, went to my rival high school, Central High School, we went to West, or the fact that Josh Myers uh, went, you know, was our, we had this relation through our French teacher, his mother. Um, like, why is that such a, like, we have this, New Hampshire, we're, we're, we're pretty libertarian in that, like, we, you know, we don't, we don't speak outwardly too much about too much stuff, but we do take pride in our in our celebrities and our Red Sox and sure, like, I, I think I, it, that was the point that I was going to bring up. It's it's like rooting for a sports team, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Like, I don't know, Mookie Betts can be traded to the Dodgers. Um, you know, Paul Pierce can be traded to Brooklyn, but 
you know, you're still gonna, you're still gonna, if if they're playing against you, you're still gonna root for the laundry. And I think that these guys will forever be wearing our laundry. Literally, Adam Sandler's wearing a Central shirt in Big in, Daddy, uh, in Big Daddy, yeah. right out yeah. on the deck, or Mr. Deeds, I think. But it we also it. we have a problem with Adam Sandler as well because he's a bit of a uh, a sellout in terms of a New Englander, like he. He went to Syracuse University, right? Didn't he go to Syracuse? Well, that's or? what he claims in Big Daddy. Yeah, right, I don't right, know exactly. But anyways, sure. he he like really takes on to New York. Like he starts wearing Yankees hats and like he, right, which you is, know, which is blasphemy coming from where. It, it is, but I mean, you sat next to a guy, it's someone, people at West who had Yankee hats on. Like sure, there's always sure. transplants. You usually pick up whatever your dad. Sure. Is is into right? I mean, he has that Jewish heritage, which totally could come well, from. Yeah, his, his parents are from his his parents are from New York. Oh, so hang on one sec. Totally I just have a, a polar seltzer. <laughs> I have to crack open. Yep. Oh. It's the sellout hour. It's you the know, jerk sellout. Polar seltzer. It's the seltzer. <laughs> it's the seltzer for road trips. Let me tell you. Zero calories. Zero. Low sodium. Zero calories. Oh, lemon flavor. Oh, I didn't even see that. Take a sip, Doug. Tell us, mm, describe mm, how that mm. tastes. Mm. <laughs> That's good. No, but I think it's, going back to the New Hampshire thing, like, it's such a, I think it's, you say that there's so many, but I'd say just the opposite. I think it's just, it's such a rarity that someone makes it from such a small state like ours that we, that we really, you know, glom on Bol- or, or bolster it or yeah, take yeah, note we, of it. Like, it's, it's not like Sarah Silverman's the biggest, she honestly has gotten more prominence as she's gotten older and almost done less on the silver screen, but done more in stand-up comedy. Um, she's sure. just become more of a prominent figure in, you know, in Hollywood, I guess. So, um, t- so Tommy, Tommy Chalmers, my buddy who lives, is a lifetime Maine resident. He always is, he'll, he can give you the top five celebrities, the top ten celebrities that have come from Maine, the top ten athletes. And when you, when you pull out that list, it's not great, but, know, but yeah. he's proud of it. You know, Stephen King is a, is a Maine guy. Yep, right. So, Stephen King, we had, yeah. So we have Robert Frost, like, it's like a poet from like, the fact that we even talk about Robert Frost, I guess, is, is highlighting your point, like a, a poet from long, like hundreds of years ago, and we're just like, oh yeah, we got Robert Frost, dude. It's like, why? Like, who the hell? Like, okay. Right, uh, he's just like a random Jeffrey or like question. Any, anytime like, live free or die is used at all, we're just like, woo, New Hampshire, all right? But uh, <laughs> like live free or die hard, we're like, hey, that's that's that's, that's ours, that's ours. Uh, but so there is definitely a big bit of pride, and but what I was kind of hoping you were going to touch on is so in in where we live again is about forty five minutes outside of Boston, which is then about three three and a half hours from New York City. So. You could technically have wake up in New Hampshire, have breakfast in Boston, and then go and have lunch and dinner in New York City. So it's relatively pretty close to these major hubs. I, I think on the road, that's kind of what we're doing right now. Well, right, but but that's it's again geographic relativity. Is, is, I think is important too because actors like someone like Seth Seth uh, Seth Myers like. I don't think it was as big a jump to come from New Hampshire to to go to New York City as, as it would be to go from Iowa to New York City. Do you agree? Like, no, I gotta disagree with you there too. I think that that's that is the big time. So, I mean, think about your first experience in New York coming from New Hampshire. Yeah. Like, I was it, not. A, I was a country mouse in the surrounded by big city rats. Okay. I felt and so like. was Seth. 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 I mean, he probably made a couple of steps along the way before he got to. SNL, 
But I, I bet you the first time he walked into Rockefeller Center or whatever, 30 Rock, where, where that's all filmed, mm-hmm. that's a big deal for him. So you don't think that he, like, because what we're from, too, in New England, we're known throughout the country as being a little bit colder, a little bit harsher, a little bit, like, a little bit, not t- tougher, just harsher. Um, just and, and I think that that gives us being from a, a tough crowd area as a performer, someone who plays music, like you, I feel like New Hampshire in New England are kind of just tough crowd states. Okay. Like we're 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 a li- we'll tell you what we think, but only if we're necessarily provoked. But we're not going to go out of our way to to bolster you up. That's what I feel in our in our in our personal lives. But then we do take pride in these like like Dane Cook is from Boston. We're like, oh, he's a Boston guy, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, and 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 that's where our pride even extends into the next state. Well, I think it's all relative. So, I mean, think <laughs> about watching the Olympics, right? Uh-huh. Like, yeah. I don't care that whatever, you know, Peekaboo Street was from Alaska. I'm still going to root for her. What about uh, Bo- Bodie Miller? Oh, Bodie Miller, obviously. He's New our Hampshire New Hampshire boy. guy. I'm just saying it's all relative when you're when you're representing or when you're claiming something. It, depend, it just depends on the scale. Mm-hmm. So, who of your... All right, so, great answer. Relative theory. <laughs> Relativity. Love it. Um, what is, who is your favorite New Hampshire celebrity or who's like, so my boys, Dylan, and again, my Vermont friends would just give me so much shit for the Adam Sandler recognition or being yep. like, yeah, he went to Central. Like, who is, who is that for you? Oh man, I'd probably have to say, oh God, it would probably have to be, I mean, even though I never really met him or played against him I watched him play Matt Bonner was Matt Bonner was one of the only guys who came from a public New Hampshire school that went to play in the NBA mm-hmm. yeah so I'm pretty proud of him I'm very proud of Bodie Miller obviously even though he seems everything I read about him he seems like kind of a no, I'm, bag. I'm glad you uh, brought up Bonner because that's what I meant by celebrities from New Hampshire because it's not just like movie stars or like musicians I, it's celebrity like, is a loose term with Bonner too I think that we pay attention to well it. it's like do you think do you think Scalabrini would have been known anywhere outside of New England no I think they're on the same level but right. Scal's doing stuff after his I think Scal was more famous after his career than he was before with all as the a, as a personality as a personality right. in a media broadcast he did like the big three and everything so I would say that and then the third person the first person actually came to mind and then another person that I'm wanted to say was Triple H. Triple H. Tri- yeah. Triple H is probably a top five all-time WWE personality. His longevity, his name is the game. He's been in the game. <laughs> Hunter Helmsley, he lived actually in our hometown at yeah, one we point. Would, for, we, would, we would pass Triple H's house on the way to church every Sunday. <laughs> right? So that's another one that I'm... And then at. come home for Sunday Night Raw. <laughs> Monday. No, Monday Night Raw was, what was Sunday? Sunday was usually reserved for any of like the pay-per-views, like WrestleMania is on true, Sundays. True. And, but but yeah, so Triple H is 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 up there. And, for chi- me. and China was also living yeah. there at the same time. Rest in peace. Rest in peace, right, China? No, but I, I I think that we it's it's a nice it's a nice place. New Hampshire is a nice place. It's 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 uh, it's small. It's a small town, like you said, but it has access again to these these big hubs like Boston, New York City, like you don't even have to take a plane to get there. I think that's somehow important on top of the like the cold demeanor, like the tough crowd mentality of growing up in this place. Like sure. you have like people are going to tell tell you when you shit like or 
or, or, or they're just not going to tell you you're good. It, from from someone more who realistic. performs for someone like you who gets up in front of a crowd twice a week, mm-hmm. I'll take your word for that. I'm finding since when I when I moved from Connecticut to Fairfield back to New Hampshire and now in, in Maine, mm-hmm. I find that people in New Hampshire and Maine are much more friendly than the, than anyone from from cities that I that I've done that I've I think they're interacted f- with. I think they're friendly one on one maybe, but uh, I don't know. That's just my personal, but I've never had to like perform in front of them, so I, you know, you're you're closer to it's that not, realm. It, well, it's not like the. It's not like the Southern comfort where, like, everybody's open and wants to bring you in or, you know, be positive about you right off the bat. Um, it's, I feel like, again, it's, I, I just like the, um, the tough crowd mentality. I think that's important to, to growing up here, like, growing up in a tough area or going around people who are a little bit more brash. Yeah, it's I think just hard for me edge. to think of Bedford, New Hampshire as being a tough area, the White Mountains. Not tough. I'm, ta- I'm talking about like the, the just the personality, the like the, the short with people, being short with people, being you know, I don't know. You don't you don't see that. You don't see that people are just a little bit more um, off putting, not off putting, but a little bit colder here. All right. Than, so you lived in, you lived in Asheville. So you would say people are warmer or colder? Yeah, they're warmer there. I mean, they're just more welcoming and, and smile at you. Like whereas here, like I I forcibly wave. Up in here in New Hampshire, I wave at everybody just to get their attention, but they have a like a grimace on their face until they see it's you, and then they wave. Okay, you know what I'm saying. I like, guess it's all relative. I mean, I've never lived in the South or I've never lived in like the Carolinas or whatever. Yeah, but, but even out west too, it's just. I, anyways, it, we're we're getting off topic here, but I'm I'm talking about why, why why these, I think New Hampshire and well, from Boston to Southern New Hampshire really has a lot to contribute to entertainment these days. Yeah. No theories besides just it, it's a small town culture, and then we, you know, there seems to be a lot more pride from New Hampshire than other places. But then again, anytime Seth Meyers is doing Weekend Update, I'm I'm listening for it. I'm mm. a, I'm attuned to it more so than if someone was. So it's Seth Meyers on on SNL did like he missed his ten. He did Weekend Update one time, and he missed his ten year West reunion. Right, mm-hmm. and he did a bit. They let him do a bit on Saturday Night Live for that. Mm. I'm sure that's been done 50 other times for 50 other high schools. That one meant something to me, and that's the one that I'll remember mm-hmm. because. But so it's all re- it's all relative. I think so. I think so. I think everyone kind of reps where they're from. It just seems to us, and it seems to me, that New Hampshire has a certain pride to it. So we just mm. went by Fairfield University. The my my where I, my alma mater that that. The school, any like the first, you know, three months that I was there, I gravitated towards the New Hampshire kids. There seemed to be a bond because there were so few of us right, amongst us, like kins, kinsmen, almost. Right, right. We could we could speak the same languages, and that meant, oh yeah, I know where Joe Kelly well, subs like is. Talking, I know where NATO's. That, that's what I mean by like talking the same speed or like the same affect, almost like a little bit sl- slower, but like. I don't know. Hard. I just don't see what your point. I don't see how that translates into how That's they make slower. it in New York. There's people who come from the South. There's people who come from the Midwest. I'm just saying, dealing dealing with people who are a little bit tougher, a little bit brasher, a little bit shorter with you, and being able to break through those like harsh outside exteriors and and to be welcomed in, I think, is more difficult than say uh, a a. a um, environment like Southern California where there's a ton of artists and stuff where it's almost that culture so of course there's a ton of support 
for the arts culture. Whereas here, I think it's almost, you have to be tougher and you have to be super driven in order to make it. I'd agree with that, yeah. There's be, less opportunity here, right? Yeah, but once you make it, you're, we got you for life. Oh yeah, like, oh yeah. That, that's the thing, like, you know, we, we the, the loyalty and the support is, is one aspect of it, but I, I, that, I think the tough crowd, the thing that I'm talking about is again, the drive that you have to have in order to, in order to make it from a small place like New Hampshire, when it's, you know, it's, it, those opportunities aren't outside your yeah, door. Yeah, so I think that that's kind of the point that you're making. I think it's more stems not so much from people's, people's tough exteriors, because I think people are very friendly around here, at least I, from my from my experience. Mm -hmm. I think it's more of the lack of opportunity and the competition that, you know, maybe you know statistically it's just like the, there's only going to the, be one or two spots that from someone like, you know, fr from around here is going to have in order to in order to shine. And I think that that type of grit is what you're talking about. The people who make it have that type of grit. And it's easy for us to see that because I wouldn't say that we're a gritty area, but we're definitely well, we also someone who recognizes hard work and someone who's made it. And then we can identify with, with that. But we're also as a small town community who's outside of these cities, we're looking into these cities where there's so much opportunity and there's so like, there's all these people who are involved in cultural and artistic communities and they have more opportunity. Like looking in on that is intimidating. So I think it takes, you know, someone who's particularly driven to, because you have to like go in, going into the next state over is more, is bigger psychologically, I think than you might anticipate. I'm just saying with the lack of opportunities, like that's tough already. And then to build your own opportunities and to to, to build like a culture around yourself. So yeah. that's what you have to do yeah. in New Hampshire in order to go into the next state, Massachusetts and Boston, yes. in order to break through and then to go from Boston to New York City and then the world. Like that takes, I think, a certain amount of drive, but a, a toughness that you have to have in order to if you're going to be an artist in New Hampshire, you have to. I agree. Do that stuff. I agree. Like, I just don't think that the that, that the instead of walking down the street and playing in New York City, you know what I'm saying? I like, get you. I get you. But I I get the I don't think that the environment around them is necessarily not as supportive as like an Asheville or like a Texas or wherever. Mm -hmm. I think that it's the opportunity that you know, it's it's being rejected so many different times or or not having a platform. Like, for instance, if you're coming out of Bedford, there's really nowhere to perform. Like, mm -hmm. the fact that you've got, you know, a couple of more than a, yeah, a few a few withstanding gigs mm -hmm. says something about your toughness or your grit or your determination because... Well, that's why I think I can speak to, like, what it must take to... to Do that on the highest Do level. that on the highest level, yeah, but also to, to mobilize yourself almost. Like, to really, you got to know you're going to do it. Like, yeah. you just have to put your feet on the ground. And I guess as blue-collar people, as we New Hampshireites often are, or, like, we have a blue-collar mentality, I think we appreciate that work, that hard work. You know what I mean? For sure. Like, as shitty as Adam Sandler's movies are, he's, he's working, dude. He's working a lot. Right. And we can appreciate that. So I think there's there's that mentality, I think, maybe, that I'm we're pulling out of all of this is, like, I, I appreciate a workhorse. And I, that's what Seth Meyers is, man. He's a writer. Yeah, you know, and I think it just takes grit to get to that point. And I think being being an artist growing up in 
in the woods in in sm a small town it takes a a certain amount of drive and ambition um and maybe a little bit of special it factor too yeah you to gotta you it. gotta get you have to have the it factor i'm sure if you put adam sandler anywhere in in the world you know giving his given his background if his parents moved from from brooklyn to say upstate new york or if he moved from brooklyn to like burlington vermont you know he his he, that might shape him a little bit more but i think he himself just had the grit to make it himself and you know that that's i think more than the environment is what you know is is responsible for his success well, and i think it's also the people who've come before you like there's people like he adam sandler wasn't the first person to break out of manchester you know what i mean like there i think it helps to have as a performer and i'm not like taking my career seriously in the fact that i'm like go, trying to get into boston or anything right now but i'm just saying like he had people before him who have in who have, have kind of blazed that trail mm -hmm. in a way mm -hmm. and i think that's important too and that's kind of what i'm touching on i think there's almost like a snowball effect up here yeah in that we have a bunch of people from our area and i think that gives us almost almost more of a, a leg in the door just to even having that relative geographical uh, thing in common with them. Yeah, I, I okay. think, so I think saying, that's a part of why... So you're saying that, that that's an advantage? Yeah. I, I thought I, I, before we were saying that's a disadvantage. What? That No, I think it's it's an advantage now. What I said at the beginning of the podcast, like why is there so many people? And and I think what I'm, you know, what I'm saying now is that there, because there are a good bit of people and there are a good bit of... Um, I think there are a good bit of people from New Hampshire who have made it, so it's not impossible. You know what I mean? Right. It's not impossible to do to make it as like a comedian, like, and I and I think that's again snowballing. Like seeing other people doing it allows more people in our area to attempt it and to to try to do it. And and again with that combination of that blue collar working hard mentality with our geographical relevance and the opportunity, although it's not right outside your door, it's still within driving distance. So I'm saying these are all the unique things that make New Hampshire kind of a, a sweet spot for... You say a sweet spot though, but like, all right, so right now in, in, in Hollywood, can you name an actor under the age of 30 who is from New Hampshire who's out there doing uh, stuff? 30 years old, Bo Burnham, uh, the, the comedian. Uh, I get. I don't. I guess I don't know. You're putting me on the spot. I am putting you here. on the spot. This is your topic. All right. Yeah. yeah. But, but I'm just saying, maybe it is like a small town factor, like the fact that we're just smaller and it seems big. The few people that we have seem bigger than it actually is. Right. Um. But no, I think I think there's something to this. I, someone under 30 right now who is from Boston or from New Hampshire. Who's yeah. Who's doing something? Hmm. Well, I guess you're right. I mean, it's hard to. I don't know if I can name anybody under 30 right now. I mean, outside of maybe music, but even then, they're like mostly indie bands and stuff. Uh, yeah, I guess. I guess I'm contradicting myself as usual. That maybe New Hampshire's not a sweet spot right now, but it, historically, it's produced some great acts, in my opinion. No doubt. No I doubt. Mean, I think. But I think that we. Once it does, 
those acts seem bigger, like you were saying. Adam and, Sandler is one of the biggest acts in comedy, like, comedic movies that there is. Definitely. And he also, like, brings that... All right, so why else do I think this way? Okay, so I the restaurant that I work at, kitchen, the dishwasher... He was a kid who was just working on an Adam Sandler movie two years ago. You know, like he works on sets, building sets in the meantime. And like, there's your in right there. So like, maybe we haven't had that it factor person in a little little, little while. But like, there's still relevant. There's it's there's a closeness. There's a it's not so far away. It's not a you know what I mean. It's not Hollywood. It's it's just over in Marblehead. You know, they're shooting. They're shooting huge movies. It's, sure, it's just not. I guess it's not a sweet spot, but it's not out of reach. No, it, yeah, those types of stories and those types of people make it seem possible for someone to get out of New Hampshire, where I think we've determined it is tougher than if you were in an LA, if you were in a Chicago, if you're in New York. It's tougher, but, but you we've still seen we've have seen that, that the path has has happened. You still have that possibility, and I think it again it takes that. It's a matter of using that workhorse mentality, but applying it to something kind of non-traditional, like entertainment, like a career in entertainment. For sure. So, I don't know. I mean, as usual, Phil talks me into... Well, Doug, this is your topic. Doug, this is your topic. I'm just... No, I'm just I'm in, I was in the blind here. I'm just, I'm shooting to you from what... No, you like, nailed it off the bat in that it's just totally a, a small town thing. We take... Where small, like New Hampshire itself, has not even an eighth of the people that New York City has. So, like New York City, and then we're a whole state. We don't even have the the population. So, I guess per capita, the amount of stars we have, relative, like that's pretty good. Yeah. I guess it's more per capita, I guess, rather than like like the the huge influence. There's also the influence that I should mention too. The fact that we're a primary state in in voting. I think has some weird bullshit. So, like, we had some weird... All right, this is all... You're right. This is very, like, like centrally driven. So, I guess this really is me just being more geographically biased and just, like, thinking that, you know, that we have these... Yeah, but to your point, though, I think... options, but I... I don't know. Again, it's just maybe a per capita thing or... Or our relevance to it. The fact that Sandler went to our rival high school. It's like Sarah Silverman's from our hometown. Same with Seth Meyers. It's like, that just, they make it seem like it's more attainable maybe than it actually is. Right. And which, then that workhorse mentality, which we were talking about, comes into, and that it factor comes into play. But I think anyone who makes it, in, especially comedy, has to have a really hard work ethic. Right? Like, Definitely. It doesn't just happen like that South Park episode where Jimmy Vollmer makes one joke and then he just goes famous. And if it does, it's a 15 seconds worth of fame. It's a quick viral video and then you're done. You don't even know the person's right. name. But anyways, I thought it was just important, not important, but fun to talk about as New Hampshire boys and as New Hampshire-based... Well, actually, you're, it's New Hampshire and Maine-based podcast. That's a New England-based podcast. Yes, yes, thank you. <laughs> we got there. I thought it would be you know interesting to at least talk about what it means to us because there is you know quite a bit of pride uh, that we display and maybe something that we're not even aware of but it's just kind of culture here so New Hampshire as a character itself in movies so that being like the setting right mm-hmm. 
what is again there's probably a very short list to choose from mm-hmm. but what would you say the best movies or let's talk about some movies that were actually filmed uh, in New Hampshire well, well the, the movie that takes place in New Hampshire but doesn't actually film there what about Bob um, with yeah. Bill, Bill Murray uh, that's supposed to be on Winnipesaukee Lake I think Winnipesaukee it's like, and it's like shot in the Finger Lakes or yeah. uh, Upstate New York, or in somewhere. Adirondacks, or something like that. There was a Jumanji. Jumanji, Jumanji was shot out in Keene. I think that probably takes the cake because I, I don't know. I, I I feel like there's not too many too much stuff shot in New Hampshire that I'm aware of. Really. I, I can't believe that someone hasn't used the White Mountains as yeah. as a place. I guess we're supposed to believe that at the end of Breaking Bad that um, yeah. Walter White's somewhere living in the they White Mountains. They definitely do but not shoot that in New Hampshire. No, no way. Anyone who watched that scene of him in the cabin, anyone who's from New Hampshire knows that yeah, that you could see have been the, the, the all, like the pines, the alders, like all the trees around him are just not uh, native plants and stuff yeah, like so that. Yeah, so I guess right now in like the film industry, we're kind of known as like that remote place where a witness protection, someone <laughs> from witness protection. Well, that, and then we're like, yeah, we're like the mafiosos from from. Uh, or like the Whitey Bulgers would go to dump bodies or escape. Right. Escape. They'd come up to Nashua and like somehow... I guess they have some mafia connection in Nashua, which is kind of like one of our two cities or three cities in New Hampshire. Sure. But 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 yeah, they, they see... In Hollywood, we're seen as the... Bum. Oh, actually, and then in uh, Mr. Deeds as well, they they like fly into a cornfield and like they're... It's as if we're like still in 1950 and just like, you know... Yeah, it well, just completely detached. So, some of the world. towns up in like Littleton and Berlin are kind of still back in the day, but yeah, we yeah. do have internet up here. And yeah, I can confirm <laughs> they they have Wi-Fi there. Yeah, and we also have Polar Seltzer too. So as we because <laughs> we come to the end of this podcast here, I just want to thank Polar and uh, thank you guys for listening. Uh, this is again Jerks in the Fourth Row. Thanks for listening.